When will I when will I stop being in pain, Dave? Um you know, as a vampire doctor, I can confidently say that you have parasites inside your body. Um and that you must figure out what they are and what they want to eat and appease them like a volcano god and then they will they will leave you be. Like what kind of what the fuck kind of parasites do I have? That's a great question. Do you need a stool sample? No. Do you want a stomach sample? Mm. Do you want a urine sample? I don't think I want any samples. Well, how the hell is it to figure out what the fuck the parasite Trial and is? Error. Okay, so like what would you, you suggest? Okay, you're in pain now, so whatever you've been eating is not what it wants. Okay, uh, eat Oreos. different things. Eat different things. Oh, but like, like what? What? What's, what's a thing you would not eat normally? Mm. Pears. Eat some pears. See oh, if that works. God. I'm sorry. I would rather be in pain than eat a pear. Okay. Actually, yeah. pears are okay. Um, it would be like hot fruit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Ugh. Are you saying I should eat pie? Just... Eat, yeah. I mean, what? It, maybe it's not pears. Maybe it's you know turnips. I don't know. So how you get rid of parasites in general is just by flooding Par- the system with. No, you just appease them. Keep them. Happy. So they're still living in yeah. me. Yeah. I don't want them in me. Well, I, I mean, sorry. You're the one that made the bad choices. Drank that pond water. I can't. When I see a good pond, man, mm. just dip my mm. stainless steel it's, mug it's into the it. Essence of life, right? <laughs> right. Just mm. eat it up a little bit. Sprinkle some salt mm. in there. Soup. Mm. Just saying. River delicious. water soup. Dip a Oreo in it. Oh. Mm. Hey, Amber. <laughs> Hi, Dave. How are you? Uh, I'm in pain. You're in pain. Oh, uh, I thought that had passed. No, I mean, we've literally been talking for two minutes. Yeah. I, I, Pain doesn't just leave mm, the body. Wow. It's hard being you. Oh, don't I fucking know it, man. All right. I'm so, like, think. right now, if we change consciousnesses. Yes, you would be fucking crippled. And you would be fine. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, my God, my back doesn't hurt. Like, I'm going to go, like, jump over this building. Can you jump over buildings? No. <laughs> no. No, no. So, what would happen is I would try to attempt to jump over a building Break every bone in your no, body. No, you, you you don't jump off the building. You would jump like six inches off the ground and be like, oh shit, I've got this fat old man body. <laughs> Bust both your kneecaps. Nah. I'll land on the asphalt with your kneecaps. I'm going to destroy your body. You know what? It's a race then. <laughs> You're going to run through a shredder. <laughs> Put my arm into a wood chipper. Oh, God. <laughs> That's- Oh, I don't know how this hurts Amber. It hurts me really bad. <laughs> well, how switch, do we switch back? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> hey, you know. Switching consciousness? Occasionally. No, different topic. Okay. Um, occasionally, I have brought you interesting books and magazine articles. That, that I never read? Uh, right, but just as points of discussion. Right. Um, I've got one for you. Oh, so you've handed me this book. Which is in larger print, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a heartwarming, inspirational romance, love-inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the series, yeah. Amish triplets for Christmas. I don't see any triplets in this f- picture. Well, I, yeah, that's the first problem. I see twins. Okay, well, maybe the third one's, like, dead. How heartwarming is that? I don't see... This is just, like, three children and a mom reading a book. Okay, so... It's very specific. You should read the back cover. All right, I'll read it. uh, To get the lead in here. The Widower's Christmas Gift. 
Widowed father of triplets Sawyer Plank knows he has his hands full. After arriving in the Amish community of Willow Creek to help with the fall harvest, Sawyer asks schoolteacher Hannah Lance to be his nanny. With a deaf grandfather to care for, the offer is more than just a job for Hannah. It's a chance to fulfill her all-but-forgotten dream of being a mother. The children soon flourish, flourish under Hannah's watch, and though Sawyer never dreamed he'd find happiness again, he can't pretend he's not falling for her, too. But with the holiday season heralding Sawyer's return to Ohio, can he make his Christmas wish to stay a family come true? So... I'm f- I fail to see the romance in that premise. Well, I can see it. I cannot. Uh, Not even close. Because here's Hannah, caring Hannah, who's been taking care of her death... Deaf. I like how he's a death grandfather. <laughs> you say death grandfather. She's been taking care of her deaf grandfather. Wait, Hannah is Hannah's deaf grandfather, not Sawyer's. Yeah. All right. So basically, Hannah gets this job. It's very much a uh, 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 a sound of music situation, right? Where it's like, here's this man who has all these children, uh-huh. and here I am, a nun or Hannah in this instance, right? who could never dream of having a family or anything because she's got too much responsibility either to God or to her deaf grandfather. Or she's a school teacher, though. Yes. And so she becomes a nanny, and she's taking care of these kids. And then on fucking top of that, you know this Amish guy's ripped. (laughs) (laughs) He's, okay. building, he's building shit all the time, okay. and he is—he's uh, helping with the fall harvest, right? Which means he's got fucking muscles, mm. and he's loving and has children. You can tell. See, this is why it's not written for you, Dave. It's no, written it's for not, me. But okay, so having children, and you've—you've you've, like been around kids a lot. Yes, kids are nasty. No, I love kids. I love kids too. Kids are nasty. Okay, so and so. You're combining the deaf, undoubtedly, like, bitchy old grandfather. Right. With three crazy-ass kids who have not had a mother in their life. So, like, hands-off dad. Oh, my God. I got to help with the harvest. Kids, you manned yourselves. And they're, like, running around like wild animals. Meanwhile, like, she steps in and is, like, trying to manage these three babies or toddlers or whatever. And, like, her grandfather who, like, has to be spoon-fed. And, like... They're Amish, man. There's no diapers. There's no, like, washing machines. Like, that's a lot of poop. I'm reading this book now. Good. Um, there's a lot of weird italicized words, like a miserable, lonely, bitter, old coot. Yep. yep. And nah, nah, she moaned, scrabbling over the children to leap from buggy while it was still in motion. Nah. I don't know what she's talking about. She's writing her I think that I think that's when she became a, a lichen. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> That'd be a good story. That would be a good story. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mean, yeah, you'll marry me? Yeah, I will marry you, Sawyer. <laughs> like, I don't know why she sounds like that. <laughs> I love, love, love you. Wait, can you can, can you give her a, a Russian accent? <laughs> I love, love, love you. Yeah, I will marry you, Sawyer. Like, <laughs> I love, 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 love you. <laughs> I don't know why she's Russian. Why do you mean it's a funnier? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not romantic at all. I don't want to take care of someone else's three babies and my own 
awful grandfather and give up my career and like no schnickelfritz they're german well pennsylvania dutch yep Uh, i see i see i see so anyway um i'm into it i would read this book oh but not seriously like i couldn't there's not enough money you need a full-time wife, not a part-time cook. Ugh, that's awful. Someone who will keep your company, not just keep your house. You know what that means. Like, humping? Full-time cook my dick. <laughs> Sorry. Roast, roast the sausage. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. Why'd you hand me this? this? Because it's a chaste, like, awful romance. And there's no sausages. Oh, there's sausage all up in this. How do you think you got triplets? Storks. I give this book back to you. Didn't you watch Boss Baby? Yes. That's how babies are made, right? Uh, From the factory, Baby Corp. uh, Yeah, that's right. Anyway, it's awful. And I hate this series. (laughs) I wouldn't read this. I was just joking. <laughs> as I sit and read this whole book in front yeah, of you. Yeah, as you're reading it right now. <laughs> but there's lots of books like that. Oh, gosh, there's a lot like, of books like that. And there's a very particular segment of uh, usually old ladies who read them. I. It's the same story every time. Right, right. It's like some chaste, pure Like, I've woman. been tricked into having a family or tricked into a husband or... It reminds like, me of Jane Eyre. To... Reminds me of Three's Company. Oh, okay. I've never seen Three's I've Company. I've never read Jane Eyre. Well, then we're, we're like, not... No, who, oh, like, how can we communicate? I don't know. We have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Actually, we do have one thing in common. I don't... What? We both watched the movie Annihilation. This is true. So, let's talk about that. Okay. Finally, some common ground where we can agree. So, I watched Annihilation earlier this year, and I loved it as a movie for... Reasons that probably Dave shares entirely. Oh, a hundred percent. You love the movie too. Mm, for lots of reasons. Let's to name one. Um, the lack of character development. Okay, name another one. Uh, you recommended it. I didn't recommend okay, it to you earlier this year. I watched Annihilation largely on Amber's glowing recommendation. I don't remember recommending it to you specifically. You did not recommend it to me and say, Dave, you should watch this. Right, no. But I saw, I came across the movie and I said, oh, Amber really likes this movie and has spoke very highly of it. Let's give it a watch. And? It was awful. Like, it was maybe, it was a really terrible movie by, like, by any, like, measure I can find. (laughs) Why do you feel that way? Um... Well, okay, so when you go to a movie, what do you look for in a movie? A uh, story. Okay, there's a story there. Not a good one. Uh, there's a story there. Not it's- a good one that makes sense. Okay, what to you is a story? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I can, I, there's that whole, like, Greek yeah. drama, like, template that they use, and it doesn't necessarily need to be that, and, like... Hero's Journey stuff is usually sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, climax in Act Three and like whatever, but it doesn't even need to be that, really. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not. It's not like that at all for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And in fact, like, I'm really okay with ambiguity. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need everything wrapped up in a bow. I really like the thought of like, oh wow, wonder how, wonder how that went going forward. I, I like those. Right. Um, but it the world just didn't make cohesive sense to me. 
Um, and like I say, I just didn't care about any of the characters. Um, and I felt like there were interesting cinematic, um, but I don't think that they made that. I don't think they, they were sorry. You're fine. I don't think that they were part of a cohesive sure. world. Like they, they, I, I, it felt to me like the cinematographer or writer or whoever said, wouldn't it be cool if we did this and this and this? And they kind of cobbled it together into mm-hmm. one story that those, those set pieces or design elements didn't necessarily correlate. Can you speak? remember a specific example like where you felt that disjoint like uh, yeah sure um they were they got to the barracks where the army guys had been and they found the videotape of the guy who was yeah and they cut him open and there was like like worm like a giant wormy snaky thing or his intestine it was his intestines right but i mean they weren't really his intestines i mean it was like, it was where his intestines should have been. Right. But it wasn't, like, because inte- intestines have a look. I mean, they they looked like intestines to me. No, they were just, it was like snake things. Uh, have you seen your intestines? I've not seen my own. Um, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen intestines. Okay. Well, they look like intestines. Like, they were, moving. I think intestines are generally lumpier than that. Uh, not if you're contracting them or pulling them with they're coming alive and becoming their own like entity in there and they're stretching out, then they probably would be more smooth. Mm. But like right now inside our body, it's all lumped up. Yeah, right. right. But what if it's like stretched out and moving and pulsating? It probably looks soft, smoother. It means I have to fart. <laughs> <laughs> so when you got to the barracks, and but like I felt like uh, like the the idea of the 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 shimmer. Mm-hmm. Was that it was like kind of prismatically like warping DNA and mm-hmm. combining DNA f- from several like living things, right? Lots of, but like things. in that instance, there's nothing that has intestines that slither around like snakes. No, I think it's becoming like snakes, right? But that does like parts of your body don't be like your intestines don't have anything to do with snakes. No. Other than the fact that well, they are generally in the same shape. But nothing has to do with tr- trees or or flowers or I mean But I think if you had like like in the in the case of I'm trying to think of a good example. Like the the crocodile shark monster that they encountered. It was at, like a floral one. It was kind of like it was I took it to be like and like the flowers in that same area were like several alive. species of plants were like mushing their DNA to making one plant. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it's not necessarily mushing DNA. It's just replacing body parts with other animals. Well, and that's question, a totally different biological so concept. My question to you is, are you, did you get stuck on trying to find the rhyme and reason of why things were happening? Because um, like a lot somewhat. of times, like we we talked about this at Gen Con a little mm-hmm. bit, like when we were drunk, and I was wondering, like, w- were you trying to find like the pattern of why things were happening? Like, why why is it that there's two deer that one's light, one's dark, and they're moving exactly the same way, mm-hmm. and then but that had nothing to do with that had nothing to do with. Uh, genetic swapping. Right, right. Um, then you have the snaky intestines. Right. And then you have the woman who was being eaten by the bear. Right. And then she became imprinted in it and half mutated in right. it. 
And then you have like, but like the bear itself had a weird skull face because the human started to melt into it. But like, that's not a human face. No, it was a half mutated thing. Like as it was eating her, it was starting to take on her kind of like it was mushing together. Okay. Um, there's actually a really good, the sculptor who they, I have saw pictures of like the, which was really cool to see the actual like bear Mm -hmm. itself, like the, the sculpt of it. Um, to see like half her face and like right. the skull coming down stuff. Uh, so I don't know. Were you getting kind of just like were you just trying to find the rhyme or reason? Like it, then... yeah, none of those things made sense to the way that I understand genetics, and I think the way that genetics is generally like portrayed. Right. I think that's the whole thing of of why they went into the shim and the, why they had that the the main character who I don't give a shit about. I, I agree with you. I don't think the characters were that compelling as characters. Right. They were very. Um, just like very two dimensional as right, far as right. as characters go, and I think that's fine because they weren't supposed to necessarily be the highlight of the show. Okay, I think, and I don't know. I'm could be speaking out of my ass. The overall for me, it was more of a an overall feeling of what was they were trying to portray of this like. We're confused. Nobody knows what's happening, really. This is so alien to us. We don't understand it. And we're actually thrown into the middle of all of this where nothing really makes sense. And we're kind of just like the characters or the people in this world where we're just like confused about the whole situation, which is fine for me. It actually kind of reminds me a lot of D&D modules. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like. This thing event happened. We don't know what's going on. You need to go explore and figure it out. You go and explore and figure it out. You find weird things, and then you get to the end of it, and it's like, you killed the big bad. The end. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. And, uh, like, say, framed within that way, like, okay. I mean, but, I mean, that isn't what necessarily appeals, I don't think, because, like, there's lots of movies that, like, circle on that premise like we have to go fight the bad guy or yeah. whatever um and those aren't necessarily good movies no there's a youtube channel that does video analysis that maybe i can okay. send i haven't personally watched the annihilation one yet mm-hmm. but um they kind of talk about it probably more professionally than we could ever yeah oh sure do. and i'm not a film critic at all no I, I, but I, I don't i mean neither am i and i mean you know i don't watch very many movies anyway and i'm 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 it, I'm generally not happy with movies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm trying to think of the last movie that I really liked. God, I know. Other than like, and and I liked Annihilation, not in the way that I like a lot of other movies. So I put Annihilation as like this interesting art piece that was fun to experience. Not necessarily, ooh, this is a a movie that I'm going to watch over and over and over and over again. Like right. I have movies that are like I love. Right. Princess Bride, yeah, UHF, know. movies like that that I mm-hmm. love that are like movies. Right. And then you have like this weird artsy film over right. here. And I think you could probably appreciate the visual beauty of that movie more than I and ever I could. Like the con- and I always like the concept of, you know, I'm always looking at stuff for D&D inspiration mm-hmm. or like game inspiration. So to watch Annihilation be like, oh, I like this concept of like something mushing things together and like this weird body horror-esque you know we don't really understand honestly how our biology you know could be affected by something like this and this is really strange and weird and what if this kind of stuff happened what would it what would it be like and that was just really cool for me Hmm. i don't know yeah i don't know i didn't like it that's fine that's fine 
Was there any part of it that you liked? Like I say, I think visually it was pretty at times. I liked the part where, you know how you saw that man get cut? Yeah. And then they go back to the pool earlier and you have this weird, like, creepy, cemented, fungal, blown apart man. That was cool, visually. I guess. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like I say, I don't know. Um, It's pretty. But luckily, we don't have to worry about any weird, like symbiont creatures like coming up out of the ground now you say that yeah i mean it's the only thing that that gets me to sleep at night knowing there's nothing weird gonna come up out of the ground to try to like poke its finger at me uh have you ever heard of the devil's dipstick like in a in like a sexual way (laughs) no i've never heard of it what is the devil's dipstick? so this morning i was walking my dog and I took a picture of a cute little mushroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cute little mushroom. And you're like, if I eat this, I'm going to grow large. Yeah, whatever. It's so cute. And like, like you know, a normal ass looking mushroom. Then I walk over uh, closer to uh, this building and I look down like, who just threw a bunch of baby carrots on the ground? And I get closer and I see this. Oh, God. Do you want to describe this to the viewers? Yeah, I mean... Looking looking at it just off the cuff, like it, it appears to be like a bright orangish reddish color and essentially looks like an earthworm sticking straight up out of the ground that's wearing like a turtleneck. But he doesn't have any arms because he's an earthworm. Right. So just to give you some scale, it was like about the width of my middle finger. Oh, God. It was huge. It was nasty. Yeah. Okay. And... Yeah, I thought it was alive at first. I thought it was like a worm or something. So right. I got close to it. Right. And like I wanted to see if it moved or anything. I thought about taking a stick and poking it. Right. But I didn't okay. do it because I was afraid. Of it biting Because you. then also then I felt fa- there were, it was in a, three of them. Like oh it my looked, gosh. It was three of them in a circle. Wow. Okay. Like, okay, quick question. You said they were near a building. Yes. Was that building some kind of like nuclear waste facility <laughs> or uh Indian burial ground. No, it was just a garage. Um, pet cemetery, maybe. I don't know, because that is legitimately creepy. It honestly, if you look up the Devil's Dipstick on Google and go to images, there are worse pictures. Wow. This this was benign. It literally looks like a penis jutting like up out of the ground. You want right. to see some of these pictures? Not really. Well, you're gonna <laughs> look at that. Oh, God, yeah, that's <laughs> a, a penis. It's a fucking offensive that, as shit. That's awful. So what it is, it's a fungus. Mutinous. I don't believe it. Yeah, mut- mutinous, I believe. Mutinous elegans, commonly known as the elegant stinkhorn. Oh. The dog stinkhorn. Faces carota. The headless stinkhorn or the devil's dipstick. Okay, I'm going to pause real quick here. Yes. If any of our listeners are looking for band names, you got like some really good yeah. band, especially if you've got like a ska punk kind of thing. Right. Devil's Dipstick. Um, what was it? The, uh, the something st- the elegant, he- elegant stinkhorn. Headless stinkhorn. Headless stinkhorn. Like all those are really good band names. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So it's typically found growing on the ground or in small groups on woody debris okay. or leaf litter. What else would it grow on? Like, My hang, like no, it doesn't. Like, it hanging down from trees, like, slapping you in the face? Like, like growing my ear? Like, I, I want to know everywhere this place, this thing grows, because it's... Ugh. It grows in uh, Japan, Europe, and eastern North America. Huh. Okay. 
The fruit body begins its development in an egg form, resembling somewhat a puffball partially submerged in the ground. As the fungus matures, a slender orange to pink colored stalk emerges that tapers evenly to a pointed tip. The stalk is covered with a foul-smelling, slimy green spore mass on the oh. upper third of its length. Oh. Fly- Which we would call the head. Yes. Uh, flies and other insects feed upon oh. the slime, which contains the spores, assisting in their dispersal. That's nasty. Due to the repellent odor, yeah. mature specimens are not generally considered edible. Good. Although there are reports of the immature eggs being consumed. Yeah. It is disgusting. Wow. That's, uh, you know, I, honestly, like, I, <coughs> I thought I was familiar with, like, all of the gross things that grew in our part of the world, and I'm sorely mistaken, because that I was not aware of. Oh, oh wow. wow. No. Some of these pictures are highly offensive. I would say they're safe for work. If you're, no. If, if, you're, if you're, like, a fungologist... Yeah, but I would not look this up if you were at work right now. I would. Well, you know, I have, uh, this summer has, uh, like, summer's winding down, but this has been a hard, like, I've, I'm generally a, a man of the earth, and I, I'm a live and let live kind of guy. Okay. And, you know, like, I, I share this world with lots of creepy, crawly dudes. Yeah, um, and so, know. so like, I, I wouldn't bother the devil's dipstick mm-hmm. if it showed up in my front yard. I would probably, well, I did exactly what I would do. Walked away. We'll take a picture and walked away. Took a picture and walked away. Um, But I've had, like, I I had to declare war on on nature this summer. Oh. We have had a paper wasp problem that defies all description. This is like a Stephen King novel with these damn wasps. Like where? Like everywhere. On like, your house? On the house. Um, in like we got an old house, so some of the windows don't seal tight, and so they they get in there and make big oh. nests in between the storm window and the regular window. Oh, so you can actually see them yeah. nesting. Oh yeah. And like you've been to my house, most yes. of our listeners have not. Um, but there was a nest that was under our front deck. Oh god. Yeah. Like our front deck is fairly low. Yes. And there was a nest under there that like, w- w- had basically decimated my family. Like, what do you mean? Like, everybody had gotten stung. Oh, shit. The dog had gotten stung. The wife had gotten stung. The kids had gotten stung. The babysitter's gotten stung. Like, and what happened is the first person that would walk across the deck would, like, vibrate it. Yeah. And make the wasps really mad. Right. And then the second person would get stung. Wow. And so I broke down. I called an exterminator, which wow. is like almost hurts my like my manliness. Okay. Because uh, I mean, like I can kill wasps, but like, how big are we talking? Like, how many wasps are usually in like a? Um, he's when they killed it, they said it was a quote unquote big one, which <laughs> okay. I'm I'm guessing was probably eighty wasps. Okay. I don't really know much about paper wasps. They're nasty. Um, What's the difference between? A I mean, wasp they and they wasp build wasp? their wasp. Their nests are basically kind of made out of papery like cells. Yeah, I've seen um, paper. I've seen a wasp paper wasp nest. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, but basically, I mean, a honeybee, for example, will sting you, and their sting pulls their stinger out, and so they, they can really only sting once. Yeah, wasps don't give a shit. Yeah, they're just, they will sting you as much as they like. Yeah, and they're territorial and they're angry. Yeah, and um, their sting really hurts. And so basically I had everyone in the family in tears. 
I called the exterminator. I was like, dude, like, come fix this problem. He's like, well, have you thought about just crawling under there and spraying them? I'm like, yeah. Like, I would have to crawl, like, army crawl under yeah. this deck and be and, in the dark. And then by the time I found them, they would sting me to death. Mm-hmm. And I'm not interested in that game. No. So I called them out and they fixed it. And um, since then, I've killed, like, two more nests on the front porch. Because you have, like, the, the stairs up and it's, like, right. one little landing. Right, and right. And you have the second stairs up and it's a taller one. So they were under the smaller one? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God. Although I found them, like, like I say, I've killed... I think four nests on that front porch this spring, which is weird. We've lived there for a long time and never had that problem. I wonder what the deal is. I'd... Remember that year you had uh... Mary Berry curse me. No oh, shit. Well, you called the wasps down. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the year where we had a really, really uh, warm uh, summer? Yeah. Or we had a warm winter. Yeah. And there was more aphids yes. than ever. And yes. it was still when you cut bees and we got right. honeydew. Honey? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Do you think there's maybe something going on weather-wise? It must be, and I don't know if it's because it was hot at the wrong time of year, and so they went, because the front door of my house is on the north side, so maybe they wanted nests in the shade? Maybe? Uh, I just, I, I don't have an explanation for it, but huh. normally, like I say, normally it's like, oh, there's wasps, whatever, yeah. they'll let you be. Now it's like, if I see a wasp, he's dead. Like, it's it's brutal. I have a similar feeling with ants. Yeah. Um. I like swarms of things always make my like I'm I'm starting to get goosebumps right now thinking mm. of this because I don't like like small swarms of things. Huh. And ants are pretty freaky when they swarm. Right, right. Um so one uh year uh Brain and I went down to Florida mm-hmm. and we drove. Mm-hmm. Which from where we're at is like an 18-hour drive. And so we decided that we would just stop uh you know drive 9 9 10 hours. And stay the night, like halfway down, da- you know, halfway through the drive, and so that made us stop in Georgia. Okay. So we stayed um, in a hotel in Macon, Georgia. That's like you know, thirty minutes outside of Atlanta. So mm-hmm. we can wake up early and then skip all the Georgia Atlanta traffic. Mm-hmm. So we stay at this hotel, and then we go to our cottage in Sanibel. Love Sanibel. Right, Sanibel's great. And. So, you know that when you're in Sanibel, you don't really have to drive that much. It's right. like you get on a bike and you go wherever. And the beach is usually really close to wherever you stay. So you don't ever have to really get in your car, especially if you brought your own food. So we let the car sit for, I want to say, two and a half days, almost three days before we decided to drive down the island to go to a different place. Okay. So we drive and we go to out to eat. And we put our, like, backpacks in the backseat or whatever. We get back out from the restaurant. We go get our backpacks to go get water and switch out the water. And then Brandon yells, and he's got a mass of ants crawling up his arm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have never told you this story, have I? No. Okay. So then he throws his bag onto the ground, and he's like, what the hell? Like, what is all, where are all these ants come from? We have a cooler back there that we had already emptied and had put into the fridge. Uh-huh. And so we move the cooler off his back seat, and they have started to nest in oh my gosh. the crest inside, inside the, the car. car. So inside the belt buckle, all along the seat by gosh. all, like, the floor mat, when we pick the floor mat up, eggs. Yeah. Just f- tons of little white eggs. And so I'm, I'm serious. Look at my arm right now. Yeah. Yeah. God. It's super goosebumpy. I hate it so much. I've had nightmares about this ant swarm. So then we have to drive down to the Jerry's or whatever. It's like a grocery store and buy like raid. Yeah. So we we're driving this ant hill. Yeah. To the grocery store to murder them. 
oh, I hated it. And it was just like, like just there got, must have been a queen that either got came, in the car, came through an open window or, or events or something. Cause we, we, they, it had to happen in Georgia because right. I remember we got out of the, like, it was one of those things where we were driving down. I found an ant. Yeah. And I was like, they must have gotten in the car at some point in mm-hmm. Georgia. Right. And just started nesting. For because like days. I say, I mean, those things work that the queen emits a pheromone that attracts the workers. Yes. And so like, they won't go anywhere. She doesn't go. Mm-hmm. And they must have said, oh my gosh, look at this cool car. It's a perfect place to build a house. Oh my God. It was awful. Like, it was like vacuuming up sand. Yeah. Oh many, yeah. The, how many ants? It was disgusting. Oh, makes my skin crawl. See, that, that, that that's, doesn't even begin to bother me. Really? No. Like, they but I ha- fucking I, bite, too. Well, sure they do. Sure they do. God. Ugh. And, like, when you're messing with their nest, they, they get a little fight, fussy. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's why they swarmed all over his hand and started mm-hmm. probably biting him and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I had the beehive for several years. So And and bees and ants are closely related and work kind of in similar ways that yeah, way. Yeah, like hives. So, like, yeah, I mean, the beehive is not... Not unsettling in the yeah. slightest. It's cool. But hives, beehives produce honey. Ants produce more ants. Right, right. I mean, ideally, be. I mean, but I thought it was. I w- didn't think it was fascinating because it gave me honey. I thought it was fascinating because, like, you like bees. I mean, I just like stuff like that. But, um, but not wasps. No, wasps are uh, the devil's bug. Yeah. And it's like I explained to my son. I said, you know, I am using poison to kill them. And I'm spraying it from as far away as I reasonably can. Right. And I'm using every advantage I can to kill them. Mm-hmm. But they do the same thing to me. Their stingers have poison. Yeah. They fly. They attack me when I'm not looking. <laughs> um, it's a fair fight. Right. It's, it's at very least a fair fight. So do we want to skip pellets of wisdom this time? We have no wisdom. I'm sorry. We're out of wisdom, you, you guys. Um, we need questions. Send us questions at owls at geekspective.com. Right. Um, send us your question. We're apparently out of questions. Um, send us new questions, and we will address your problems, concerns, and medical maladies in our next podcast. Wow, you're so good at that. Thanks. I don't. I don't do very well. You do very good. I you you do a lot so. of neat things. I don't know about that. Actually, I do know about that because I'm part of a network. We're part of a network. We oh. are part of a network. Are oh. you kidding me? No. Oh, it's it's called. Expective. Oh, that was not the network I was hoping for. What were you hoping for? Neural uh, network? Which network? Neural network. Neural network? No. Um, like something with money, you know? Like oh. wealth gospel network. I wouldn't know what that is. I don't know either, but I want to be a part of it. Okay, well. Sorry. it's. I guess we're part of Geekspective. Yeah. And, you know, I do do some other cool stuff. Yeah, One, you do. Yeah. Uh, I have a podcast mm-hmm. that's not owls. No. Oh, wait, you do? Yes. And it's called? Shapeshift. Amber presents. Amber presents Shapeshift, a AP podcast of my journey becoming a GM. Mm-hmm. And right now you're uh, playing a, a a campaign called Book of Spring, um, which is using the Ryutama 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 system. Yes, yes, super cool game. I like and it. And Dave and I are both on a different podcast called, called Tales from Moxbury. And I play a goblin that is married to Dave. And I play a half-elf that is not married to a goblin. (laughs) (laughs) And together we subvert Josh's clocks. Yes. Uh, Is a Blades in the Dark game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's also an actual play. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's get out of here. Wait, but first. Oh, okay. One more thing. I want to ask. Yeah, ask. If 
you like us. Uh-huh. Oh, you're asking them, not me. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a All shit right, about I'm you. All right, I'm out of here. All right, bye, Dave. If you like us, uh, it would be really nice if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes or just share this podcast with someone that you think might enjoy it and not make fun of us or threaten our lives. I'm gone. I can't talk. <laughs> Shut up. You're still in here. <laughs> ah, darn it. <laughs> can't, can't hide from these allies. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. The end. Yeah. We'll see you in two weeks. Two or, weeks. No, we won't see you. Listen. You'll listen to us in two weeks. With your ears. Yeah. With, with both of Maybe both of yours. Maybe one ear. Um, or maybe an elephant's ears mm-hmm. or a shark's ears. I don't think. Sh- I don't know. Let's quit. <sighs> I was trying to make like an annihilation like. Oh. Joke here. Yeah. Like maybe if you walked into a shimmer, you would have Ugh. elephant ears. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but nobody would it. care about you. <laughs> nobody cares about your stupid husband that came back from who knows where. Anyway, okay, bye. Bye. I hate everything. <laughs>